0: Now I will uh, lead the meditation and I invite you to just follow along and to be open to what is happening and uh, what is happening is maybe not what you would like to happen or what you think should happen. So sometimes when we follow a guided meditation there might be a sense that we are doing this meditation to get something particular, like to go somewhere, to have an experience, for example, of warmth and kindness. Uh, But something very different could happen. And that does not mean that we didn't didn't do the meditation right. It's not about following the instruction and then having a certain outcome. But following the instructions, you no, know, as best as we can. Maybe you can't, so that's fine also. Um, because it's not just what you need right now, so that's that's completely okay. But if you can follow the instruction, then to be curious of what, 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 what is happening. Meditation instruction is not something you're supposed to do, but it is something where you, you keep open and you keep an awareness and a curiosity about what these instructions and the words, what they do with you, what is happening. I give you another, another, one example. Let's, let's say let's imagine we would do a gratitude meditation. So I would say, you know, ba ba ba. This is why you are, why you could be grateful. So I say a few things like, you know, and so and you listen to that and you feel, oh shit! But I'm not grateful. My life sucks. I don't want to be grateful. So your reaction to that gratitude meditation is something like you feel struggle and like, and you feel sad or you become sad. Yeah, so all kinds of reaction. And then if you are a goody-goody girl or a goody-goody boy, you feel, oh, I did it wrong. I should have felt gratitude. I'm so I'm such a screwed-up person. I, I I can't I, I can't be grateful. <coughs> but actually what happened there, you know, the, the turmoil, I mean this is this is interesting. This is like Something to think, oh, look at that. I'm getting upset. So what's happening there? This is how it feels. Yeah? So keep that in mind throughout the weekend. Because whatever happens, it's something increasing your self-awareness, increasing your knowledge about yourself. And you can't do it, you can't do it wrong. And if you find out, wow, this really sucks this bullshit. I can't connect with that. Then that's your experience, and that's like an insight. Okay, so this is not working for me. Why not? And maybe I need something else. So the meditation. Uh, will be, as I said before the break, uh, we will start with uh, the invitation to connect with something difficult. And that can be just, you know, something which is here already, or something you experienced today, or something you want to bring into this weekend. And then we will just make this little shift of other people experience the same. And then we will just see. Does it make a difference? Or it doesn't? Yeah. And both is valuable as an insight. Maybe it does not make a difference tonight because you're tired and you're it's like it's not what you need today. So that's the first. And then the second is that I will invite you to connect with something with something joyful, with something pleasurable and then we will just add this, may other people experience this. And then we will just see, does it make a difference? Or we will see, oh what is happening then? Okay, so let's start with uh, adjusting your posture. close your eyes, or if it's uh, more supportive then you keep your eyes open. And again you just take a few moments to notice what happens if you start to pay more attention to yourself and to your inner life. There is a bit of a shift from paying attention to the surroundings and the other people to your body, to how you feel just now, how it is to be here in this moment. And then with the in breath, if that feels good for you, with the in breath you slide, you drop into the body, into the belly, into your hands. And with the out breath you give space. So gently you slide into being here, being, uh, being here in this moment. Then when you notice that you get fused, carried away, entangled by the inner commentary, that's not a problem. That is happening again and again. And the invitation is to notice that and if possible to let go a bit, drop back into the body. And then I invite you to bring to your mind um, a difficult situation or a difficult relationship, a difficult theme of your life. And if possible, go to a situation, a recent situation, where that Experience that feeling was particularly strong. And notice if there is a change in your body when you think about that situation or that person. So notice if there, if you can connect with that in your body, with a felt sense in your body, which is maybe quite specific in a certain area, maybe it's more vague. Let's see if you can feel it in your body. you can embrace or bathe that felt sense a bit with a breath, so you stay in contact with that difficult feeling in your body. And then we bring the Tonglen attitude into this situation, into this feeling, by saying other people experience the same. I'm a human being and I have feelings, just like other people. Just now, there's hundreds and thousands of people who experience just the same. Life is difficult for everyone. We struggle. I'm not alone with these feelings other people experience the same. We could even stay in this room and just saying that for sure people here, everyone here has experienced something similar. feelings just like if, just like every other human being difficult feelings so part of my life and of the life of all people Yes, this situation is difficult for me and other people experience the same. And just notice what happens when you open into that space. Not forcing anything. I'm a human being, and I have difficult feelings, and that is how it is for others as well. Yes, and then with the in-breath, you base that experience, you touch that experience within your body. And maybe there can be already a sense that you touch also the same experience in other people, through so your own experience. So you breathe into that which we all share, the common, the common humanity, the shared ground of struggle. struggle so then you let go of this the out-breath you let go following following the in and out-breath being aware of the whole body, from the toes to the top of your head. The next invitation is that you bring your mind to a pleasurable moment and a recent, if possible. Maybe something older comes, that's fine also. But a recent moment of relief, of joy, of tenderness, of generosity. and see if you can pick a specific moment. You could also imagine a moment. Are there people involved? Or nature? Or something something nice? And the same, see if you can connect with the felt sense in your body. So you have mental images or some words of the situation, of the smell, of the taste, of the sound, of the feeling. And then you check in your body. Do you have a sense where that pleasure or that joy is? Maybe it's quite specific, maybe it's rather vague. See if you can enhance it a bit. A moment of joy. And then we bring the Tonglen attitude into this moment by saying, May other people experience this. May other people experience this. May this spread. And maybe you can imagine some specific people, the lighting and the same. How wonderful it would be if other people would experience this. Or maybe you can imagine some people in distress or one specific person in distress. Oh, how wonderful it would be if this person could experience this. How does that feel? Imagine the other person or persons to experience this, the joy, the pleasure, the relief. Stay in, in touch with your body, with the feeling in your body. Other people have feelings just like you have. And they can experience joy and love and gratitude just like you. May they experience this. Towards the end of this meditation you let go and just resting, following, following the breath into the body. It's really uh, wonderful to to explore a practice like Tongnen which uh, you can initially practice in a more formal way, like training this attitude uh, in a formal practice. But then uh, how it can be really uh, more and more part of a general attitude within your daily life within the difficult and the joyful moments in daily life without making a big deal and and when when you and it's just like a habit you can you can cultivate and uh, like if you would do a formal tongnen practice for like let's say a month or something every day like 10 15 minutes then you will start to notice how it will bleed into your into the daily life. You will just kind of remember it. Remember it a bit. It becomes like an attitude. And it's a it's a it's a counter instinctual attitude. What I mean with that is with the practice of Tonglen, we approach that which we usually reject. We, we approach that which we are afraid of what we approach that which we don't f- want to feel within us and also within other people and we start with ourselves that's where uh, so where where compassion starts it's uh, um, it's um, having the courage to the, the, the courage and the skill and we will look Into this during this week, and the courage and the skill to be with your pain, and and that is uh, so the the sensitivity, and the skill, and the wish to be relieved from this pain, starting with yourself. The courage, and that means really um, working against the instinct of run, (laughs) run, there's a feeling, (laughs) and then the way we run is you know, I mean, you, you can something we can explore this weekend also. What's your way to run? Run away from feelings, in an emotion-phobic society. And coming from emotion-phobic families and emotion-phobic parents. Uh, And now in the Tonglen it says, hey, slow down, turn around. With the in-breath. So with the in-breath, you turn, you, 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 you lean into, you lean into the sharp edges of life. Because, I mean, you need to have, uh, in this, of course, that's why the, you know, the image of a bodhisattva is connected with, a, with an image of a warrior. Because it, it takes so much guts to, uh, to have your feelings. And, to, uh, a, 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 and so the practice of Donglen is also, can be a, a practice of uh, no healing, uh, healing wounds you carry, uh, and we all carry wounds. Uh, so there's also that courage to, to turn towards um, your pain, the pain you have experienced and the pain you experience now. As everyone else. So, in order to have that courage, one thing is that you need to see that the the technique of running away does not work and is unhealthy. It's uh, you know the running away makes us addictive to addicted to, to different things and it, it makes us disconnected from others, alone, yeah. disconnected. Uh, so there, there needs to be a sense of, yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not working, that running away. I have to slow down and turn towards what I'm afraid of. And then then we start to see the connection between the way we relate to our own feelings and the way we relate to the feelings in others. Wouldn't it be wonderful to be able to stand there with openness in the crisis of your partner, of your child? To to be open and soft and kind in that situation and not fusing with it and being overwhelmed. And, and, and then uh, uh, you know ac- m- maybe you can acknowledge the many moments in uh, in your relationships particularly in your intimate relationships where you just couldn't do that where you couldn't be there for for the feelings of the other person and you notice that uh, because you give advice or you say you know you shouldn't feel like this and it doesn't matter or Like all the things we do instead of saying, "Ah, this is how, how, how you feel, yes, and I'm here with you and I understand. I understand that you feel like that and I'm not afraid. So, I, uh, for the, uh, to close the evening, I would like shortly to uh, go through these four steps of the more complex practice of Tongmen. So, just that you have heard it for one time. And then we will repeat uh, throughout the weekend and we will explore these different steps in different uh, meditations. And then also tomorrow I will uh, talk a bit more about Bodhicitta, the different facets of Bodhicitta. So these steps are a bit based on the teachings of Pema Chodron. I kind of put a bit bit different words, but the structure is basically the one uh, Pema Chodron uses to teach Tonglen. And the first one is, is connecting with the resource. So what, I'm, what I mean with that is, in the Buddhist practice, before we turn to that which is difficult, we turn first to that which supports us. And this could be the main practice for many years. So you make, you make that which is difficult kind of smaller by turning to that which supports you. Not by making that smaller, what is difficult, by just through the fact that you increase the support, the resource. And we will explore that uh, because that's very different for for all of us. What can be a resource for you? We all have plenty of resources. That's for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. And in, from from the the like the, the the happy message of the Buddhist teachings is that the the source of resources is indestructible and it's there it's available in all of us even if we feel we are lost we are broken there's no hope that's a kind of veil uh, which can be which can be looked through or looked around or put aside and you look, and, and uh, you pay attention to that which is uh, supportive that which is whole that which is um, soft within you. In the in the in the Buddhist tradition, this this kind of move is called to take refuge. And uh, you know, one translation of the Tibetan word for refuge is to go into a safe direction. So that's what you what you. What you first turn to, you turn into a safe direction. You take refuge, and um, part of that could be just uh, a simple uh, using the posture, using the body, the po- body posture as a as a no, as a start of connecting with some stability, with some spaciousness, with some settleness with some groundedness, to explore the meditation practice, uh, posture and you know uh, use images like a tree growing roots into the earth and uh, feeling the aliveness in the hands or you know, opening your chest. I mean I have, I've read some studies where uh, they explored the connection between Buddha uh, Buddha, posture, uh, posture and body posture and the emotional states. And there's a, it's a big correlation. <clears throat> yeah. So that, that's like a, a simple way to start. And then um, there's different things to say here, but I just want to mention one. One more, and that is to call the presence of a mentor, to call the presence of someone who, for you, uh, embody the qualities you want to discover in yourself. So that's what what you. In the, in the traditional practice of Donglen would do. You know, first you take refuge and you would call upon the presence of your teacher or the presence of Jesus or the presence of your grandmother or the presence of your therapist or you know your someone someone who you can I I mean we are not looking for perfect people, you can't find them anywhere. But um, like someone you you f- you you feel ah, this person embodies embodies and lives this kindness which I want to uh, strengthen in myself. So this could be uh, uh, this could be like one 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 puzzle or one little technique if it makes sense to you and it feels good for you which can make a difference. Like, you no, know, we have the, His Holiness the Dalai Lama here, the Buddha. Now you, you don't know Lama Sopa. Uh, but, um, so, what is important here is that it is personal and that it is felt. You now, if I say ah you should take refuge to the buddha that's not how it works because you know you, you have maybe no no sense of or well, no inspiration from the buddha or you you yeah so maybe for you it's better to feel the warm hand of your grandfather how was it to hold his hand or sit on his lap and that's How you can connect with a sense of safety, with a sense of being loved, with, yeah, with a sense of... Yeah, with a safe, I think, that would be one way to say, safe and trust. That everything somehow will be fine. And then to make it a felt sense. so. That, that you really like, and, and and this again is a training. And I said it could be that within the practice of tonglen, that's something which uh, we need to focus on for a few years to cultivate that. So that's the first step, and in the, the in the in the. In the traditional approach, the the source of the most profound, the most undestructible and the most powerful refuge is the nature of your mind, the nature of awareness. So I would like to look into that also a bit this weekend. And Pema Chodron calls that step, the first step, kind of a glimpse or an opening to the Buddha nature. So, I would like to kind of point a bit into that direction. Then the second is uh, leaning into the discomfort. So, that's where now the challenge starts. Leaning into the sharp edges of life. And here we just start with what there is already. You know, we, we, we don't need to think, I need to take on the cancer of all people or something like this. No, we, we, we work with that which we already feel, what, which you already have in our life. It's there anyway. It's not that we, that we need to cause some pain into our life through the practice of tonglen. No, we work uh, we work with that which is already there. Nothing extra. That's enough. It's plenty. And it is there already. You see, it's not that through meditation you make it worse or you... No, it's there already and, and you can't escape it. it. This is your job. You are the one. And you have to do it. It's not going away through, uh, through, uh, through avoiding. And if we don't do it this life, from the Buddhist point of view, point of view, it's, uh, we 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 can we we can do it in the next round. So even death is no, uh, is not an escape from the from the Buddhist point of view. And of course, then we can relax, like, yeah, I don't need to, I don't need to work with everything. I do it step by step. I have all the time. Yeah, so leaning in the discomfort. And uh, kind of to give you an idea, it's about 90% resource, 10% leaning into the discomfort. And leaning into the discomfort means, uh uh-oh, back. Uh Uh-oh, back. But but it's genuine. So you go as as far as you can. And as it's it's so, and there should be, again and again, there should be uh, the sense of, no, so now I need to, back up, or, you know, the the sense, okay, I need to hold a hand here, I can't do this alone, I need to do this in a dialogue with another person. So 90%, 95% resource, 5% (laughs) stepping into the field. holding the hand of the Dalai Lama. So that's the second. The third is then and that's there's different visualizations and different ways to do this uh, combined with the breath, the taking with the breath and the giving. And we start with ourselves. So taking, taking means here, it, it's not that you take it because it's already there. Taking means to acknowledge it, to, be, to, uh, to become intimate with what is difficult, to be curious, to, uh, to lean into it, to, to feel it, to hold it. With the in breath, to breathe into it, right, to feel it in the body, and again, it's it's like tonglen is a kind of it's a subtle body work. It's not it's not something mental. If if we stay on the mental level, then nothing will change. Then then again, it's just an idea. And then with the outbreath the giving. And so you give. You know, and again there's different visualizations. So you give, you, you you kind of re-father yourself, you remother yourself. And so there's also like the connection with the with the resource is so important, because in order to give, you need to feel. You need to, you need to be able to feel how it is to give. It's, it's like, and that's, uh, that, that's, it's. It can be difficult to get a to to get a sense of that. Really, this kindness, the. The warms, How to be warm and kind with your own fear, and with your own brokenness, with your own. So how, it's like it it, it 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 might might take a long time to bring some softness into that, into that which you have been hard with your whole life. So that's the giving and taking, and then the fourth is the widening, or the so you you do this and other people, yeah. So you you connect, and and it could be that for you, it, it, it you, know, you have to experiment with it. Maybe it's actually helpful for you to kind of start or go quite quickly into widening, yeah, because then you connect with kindness through that. But the traditional instruction is to uh, to spend a long time with practicing with yourself and then to widen the circle. So and that could be something like since I experience this anyway, like for example anxiety, I experience this anyway. So I, I, I take it. I, I explore it. I am with it. I slow down and embrace it with the in breath. Uh, so through the through this experience. So and then yeah, and then this widening would be. And there's many other people who experienced the same just now. And through my experience of this, may all these people be freed from anxiety, from the pain of divorce. May all all these people who are going through divorce now, may may they feel relieved. and then and then you give with the out breath you give the relief so that that would be the widening okay so tomorrow and on sunday we will go more into these four steps i will Share with you some images and some different ways uh, to <coughs> to do this practice. Um, I also want to flesh out a bit the, this word, word bodhicitta. and mm, no there's there's different facets of bodhicitta. so. And of course, bodhicitta has in, in it you know, what is called the four healing attitudes. You know, compassion, love, joy and equanimity. So we will also look into that, how to, how to um, support that natural goodness in us so that, that it can come out. And also, uh, what we can explore a bit is what Trungpa Rinpoche calls idiot compassion. So that would be a compassion which is based on kind of neurotic needs or um, misunderstandings of what compassion is and uh, which can lead to a kind of compassion burnout and being overwhelmed and wanting things from being a compassionate person and being occupied with how you appear, uh, and being under the spell of needing to be the good girl uh, or the good boy who is afraid to hurt mama. (laughs) Mm. Uh, So that's called idiot compassion. And it's not compassion. So, and, and that and that then helps us to um, to see and to experience how the practice of tonglen supports us in the discovery of genuine kindness. Not because we should, but because something in us recognizes that. Uh, Genuine happiness in our life and genuine meaningful meaning, genuine meaning in our life, and the ability to die with as little as regret as possible depends a lot on kindness. It has nothing to do with should you should be kind or something like that. It's just uh, uh, following that longing in you to live a meaningful and satisfying life.